There has been some discussion in the podverse about the term campaign in a roleplay game context. What is a campaign? How upfront do your goals for a campaign need to be? How planned in does the framework need to be? In this episode, we're going to talk about emergent campaigns, how sometimes long-form play can well up organically from simple beginnings. straight in. Perhaps I'm focusing on time now, as I actually retire this week. But I really think one of the most important considerations when you're thinking about a multi-session game that you want to run is how long you really have to play it through. If we take the premise that the most valuable thing any of us can give is our time, It is a resource that we should treat with respect and courtesy to those in the group that are offering it to play. Up front, having a view on the estimated elapsed time of the game is important and will help shape what your campaign will be. That's all well and good. But what is a campaign in this context? I mean, it's an old name and one we think we understand what it means. And it it, it does evoke, actually, a a range of definitions. Now, the Cambridge Dictionary, yes, I did go and look, would say, quote, a planned group of especially political, business or military activities that are intended to achieve a particular aim. Or more simply, to organise a series of activities to try to achieve something. (laughs) Okay. Well, fine. Now, in the role-playing game context, a campaign is also a rather old name that delves back into the history of the hobby. And I suspect probably the original definition was not necessarily for what we now think of as a campaign. A recognisably contemporary description will involve a sequence of adventures, possibly with an overarching theme or linked goal, with a continuing roster of players and characters, a play sequence where the characters grow, both in terms of in-game advancement and in their shared relationships, their own stories and affecting change to the setting, a moment in time where the shared stories of the characters changes the story of the setting in which you play. A campaign may well also have plot, events that take place either with and influenced by the story or independently of it, as the verisimilitude of the world shimmers with the glamour of a real other place. It could be, and despite my 40 years I'm not positioning this view definitively, that the early meaning of the term is, well much more about a perpetuating setting which can be interacted 
via a series of groups of players, and that there can be swap over of players and characters as the campaign progresses. So it's less about one group story, and instead a story of a setting, and the more improvised interactions of multiple groups within it. I mean, this might even explain some of the early design of D&D and why the emphasis was placed where it was. Perhaps the current Westmarch style of game, where a large roster of players, self-determined points of interest and self-organised sessions to play, cleaves a little closer to the original definition of campaign. Language, of course, is fluid and has a way of making sense within the context of the time in which it is spoken. So I'm not going to flap too much about exactly what the term means, and I think others have probably encapsulated the things that make a campaign you know, over something like a series of adventures. What I would like to do is talk about campaigns based on my journey of actually running one, the one that I'm running right now. Remarkably, we are 35 or so sessions in, and that's, well, that's more than a year of elapsed time. One group, we've had one change of a player throughout that. I I didn't know that was what it was going to be when I set out. The themes that I wanted to explore emerged during play and were inspired by the suggestions laced throughout the gaming books I was using and the interaction around the virtual table. I started my journey by finding a heroic fantasy game full of passion that put the player characters in the centre and clothed them with cinematic powers of high fantasy, setting them in a points of light environment where the world needs heroes. The very first vehicle for me, campaign vehicle if you like, was actually a strong retail interest and investment in the fourth edition of Dungeons and Dragons, which I then felt I needed to justify with some actual play. You know, I've spent me money, I need to get me money's worth. And I was genuinely interested to see how the game would play at the virtual table. It's all well and good reading something and liking it, but what's it like in play? So I didn't start with anything like an overarching meta plot or any notion of how long the series of games would last. I just wanted to give it a go. Initially, I took up a starting scenario book. The one that I picked out was called The March of the Phantom Brigade. And those of you who know your 4E will probably know that scenario reasonably well. And I used that as a way of letting myself in gently. I built some tools in the role virtual tabletop to facilitate online play and had a platform that would enable us to meet together and see each other. I would say that the role virtual tabletop for me is the best virtual tabletop I've seen for putting the players front and centre. And it's just about enough to support tactical combat encounters. Although that, to be honest, that is much better serviced by most other virtual tabletops. I liked this adventure because it provided an opportunity for the characters to immediately change the setting. The story has them guarding a caravan of settlers off to create a new point of light, based in an old fortification to the south. Straight away, 
the core theme of the fourth edition of the Dragon Game was there in the concept of this scenario book. I was getting them to create something new, push back against the darkness and create a better place. The core possibilities, the central theme, was right there at the start. I mean, they also got to splat some sturges and get spooked by undead. So, there was that. Being the dragon game, we had exploration and some nice combat encounters right off the bat, with some early connections and a sense of place. For me, the game could have ended there. I'd have fulfilled much of my initial goals, and whereas it wouldn't have been a long campaign, or indeed arguably a campaign at all, that wasn't what I was starting with. Just this small segment of time taught me that I loved the game. I liked how it played out, and we had a really nice group of players with enthusiasm for more. So, I continued the core theme of player character heroes maintaining the points of light by encouraging them west and into the marvellous mini-sandbox of the Reavers of Harkenwald and the mini-campaign that is set there. From here, the sense of campaign really started to emerge in play. We had an adventuring company that were starting to make a name for themselves, an identity that transcended the individual characters and instead looked at them as a group, a faction, a power. Really important for campaign play, I think, and something that is explored more explicitly in game structure in Forged in the Dark family of games, with crew or cell or company sheets that themselves grow over time. Well, I started to have this notoriety of group as a personality in itself going on with the fourth edition of Dungeons and Dragons. The sense of campaign and what I wanted to achieve began to crystallise from here. Now, I would say that once again, I would have been really happy for the game to close at the end of the Reavers of Harkenwald. I felt incredibly lucky that I had preserved the interest of the players for as long as I had. But truth be told, we were enjoying each other's company and the story we were telling. So I signalled a season end. And by signalling that, it enabled me to properly pause and check in with the players and gauge the mood. Well, we're still in play, with another season commissioned, but now I have an end goal that I'm working towards. We'll see how it goes. I'd like to see a full heroic arc, that's player characters levels 1 to 10, in terms of sort of game advancement. Currently we're about, we're just nearly at 6, not far off. Where the characters can actually put the entire region onto a new footing, if they so choose. Nentia Vale is a northerly province of Old Empire. It's out of the way. How about the ancient line of Emperor's Returns? And not where any of the many factions of the area expects. What faction will our group, now known as Sturm and Drang, support and will the old power of Nerath return? Up here? In the north? Well, that's what I want to explore, with maybe a climactic event that will decide the answer to the question. An answer that, well actually, Sturm und Drang, the player characters, will be instrumental 
in deciding. And so around the player characters, the factions move. One of the wonderful things about the Nentia Vale sandbox area is that there are lots of interesting factions. Question, the line of emperors somehow preserved over the generations, lost to empire? The Iron Circle invaders from the south? A mad, undead emperor of long ago? The ancient dragons of the north with their own selfish agendas? Ghosts of warriors past? A family of assassins? Dragonborn seeking a rekindling of their own empire of ancient times? Tieflings wanting the same for their own Baal Turath? The elves and ents of the two great forests, Eladrin dreams of the past and present, because they see the two as the same. Resurgent orc tribes in the mountains of the west and others. Many of these will come together, with the player characters at the centre to answer that campaign question. If I can pull it off, it will run for much of, or at least a chunk of, this year and will then provide a series finale. I have a mind map on those relationships, as it got a bit involved. Through play, we are of course also exploring some player character backstory. I think a mark of a campaign is that the backstories are hooks for good play and make what you are doing personal, as well as setting transformational. I would also say that backstories are only really useful if they become front stories. They're visible and inform and drive play. Assumptions in backstory are challenged and changed by the experience at the table. I think it may be a truism that in real life we as individuals write and rewrite our own narrative to give meaning to who we are. Well in that case there's no reason not to afford the same luxury to player characters. I now have an ending in mind, and will set to get there, whilst taking my own advice of not holding on too strong to the threads that I am weaving. Guide them into the loom, and let the process work through the pattern to produce, well, maybe, the finished campaign. I am enjoying seeing threads develop, where the player characters might have intervened, but because of their choices, they focused, well, elsewhere plot happens, but the story will take its own path. We can also only tell one main story comfortably, perhaps along with some other smaller ones. There is a sandbox element with a sense that the world moves around them, whether they are there or not. And I think that's also a really important element to a campaign. In all of this, you might have detected a running theme. Don't hold on to your campaign too tightly. Stay loose and see how it develops. Find those narrative cul-de-sacs, enjoy them, but then move on. A campaign is a lengthy journey. And as with life, the trick, I think, is to enjoy every step on the way, or as many as you can, and not fixate on the end point that will give a satisfactory conclusion to all that time that has been invested, because it's the journey that takes the time and not the ending. And with that moment of apparent lucidity, 
let's get to a recap. <laughs> to recap then, well, upfront planning of a campaign is a good thing to do. It gives you a framework to play in, some explicit goals that you can develop as you go, and it manages players' expectations as to the amount of time they should consider committing to. That's fair. If you make this explicit, I also think it is important that you stick to it with any extensions to the story, new arcs perhaps, being optional rather than expected. The actors, the players, are people with busy lives, and so you proceed with them at the heart whilst recognising that stories, good stories, have good endings. A lot of games have lengthy pre-written campaigns written for them. You know, adventure paths that you simply play through. Some of them are famous, some perhaps notorious. Running one of those gives you a pre-packaged campaign with many of the questions set out ready to explore. Either way, through pre-written or emergent, or indeed of your own writing, at some point your campaign is going to emerge, directed or otherwise, as you look to tell a story that culminates in a satisfying conclusion, a good ending, to cap off all that time in a satisfying manner. But story, and indeed plot, can emerge as you go. And if everyone is having fun on the way, to getting that structure in place, then all to the good. And so far, the D&D 4th edition game has been a great example of that, and one that I may repeat, possibly telling other stories, maybe with some or all of the current cast of people who've been gracious enough to give of their time. I guess also to give a fuller context, in my 40 years of gaming, this emergent campaign has been one of my best and without a shadow of a doubt, the longest I have ever experienced. I wasn't actually sure if I had one of these long and developing series in me as a DM-GM. Again, this situation has emerged, and I'm jolly glad it did. My next campaign, I think, will be The Secrets of the Sorcerer. It's a pre-written Modiphius Conan 2D20 mini-campaign of, I think, about 12 sessions to be run in Foundry Virtual Tabletop. That is all packaged and with, with some asset creation in the Virtual Tabletop ready for me to share. It's up front and waiting to be told. But that is another story and one I will tell another time. So until the next time, hope you are well, take care, and good gaming.